Hello, everyone. Welcome to Totally Reprise Was Always Cool, a podcast with a dark secret. I'm Ashley, and I'm joined by your friend and mine, Molly. Hey, hi, it's me, Molly. Molly? What? Before you introduce the other guy, I I need to talk to you. Come over here. Oh, uh, okay. Hey, you guys good? No, yeah, just wait a second. Okay. I had a dream last night. Okay. And th- this is gonna sound crazy. And I know that we had talked before the podcast about this. Uh-huh. But if Luke's opening bit is about bringing in a cherry pie for us, we can't kick him off the podcast. Don't. <laughs> Why not? It, we, we just can't. It's in the dream. Oh, we were going to kick him off the podcast. I know. We weren't going to let him finish the show. I know. But I'm just saying. All right. Introduce him. I'm pulling out a very large gun. Uh, hey, we got Luke with us. Hey, sorry. It's hard to see around this oversized cardboard box I've got. Let me just set this down. Uh, <laughs> uh, let me open it up. I brought, I brought cherry pie for everybody. Fuck. I love this guy. <laughs> <laughs> All right, and see. That one was Ashley's idea. <laughs> yeah, Ashley told me before the podcast. <laughs> she did indeed talk to me before the podcast. My idea is I was going to get a, a car horn sound effect queued up, and I was just going to keep honking it while you tried to introduce yourselves. Yeah, I would have killed you for that one. <laughs> yeah, that one like, would not have been fun. I was like, no, I don't think we should do that one. <laughs> and then I was... gonna ca- we actually are going to kick Luke off the show now. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's... <laughs> In, in a weird, like, Ouroboros thing, that's why we were going to kick Luke off the podcast. <laughs> I was going to, like, just start yelling about, like, we have so much longer to go. Why, it's episode 11. Why is Cooper still Dougie? When are we going to get to the stuff I wanted to see? Uh, like, if there is a car horn sound effect in that box, <laughs> I'm, sh- I'm shooting him. Uh, no, no, it's a delicious cherry pie from... Yeah, like... Listen, from a some, coffee shop. From a coffee shop. Some guy came forward to us and was like, listen, Luke's going to do this. <laughs> <laughs> this intro bit <laughs> with a car horn is going to be really annoying. And we're like, right. And he like, said, you have an enemy in Luke. Luke. And you're both like, yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah, no, we know this. <laughs> you have an enemy in Luke Varner. It's true. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Uh, look what you've been doing. What have I been doing? Um, God, I, what I, I, okay. Do you remember a couple of years ago All when right. that Sudoku video was going around of like with the chess moves? Yeah. Where there's like cool no, video. 
like no numbers on the board, but he like manages to solve it. I had never watched that, and I was bored at work. It's like, ah, yeah, you know what? Hey, for whatever reason that popped into my brain, let me watch this. Oh, this is cool. And then I've spent a lot of time watching that YouTube channel this week. Do you watch just the one guy, or do you watch both guys? Because I only watch the one guy when I watch that channel. I've only watched the one guy. I watched. Yeah, I wouldn't watch the other guy. I watched one video of them together playing Baba Is You, but that wasn't yeah. really scratching no. the itch I was looking for. Uh, I want to see a guy look at a grid and go, what the fuck is this? Yeah. Uh, but then I very foolishly, after watching one or two of those, you know, he starts with like, you know, uh, pointing that to a link to the puzzle below the video. Like, oh, try it yourself. I'm like, well, fuck. I've watched enough of these to know that if you know what you're doing, they're actually not that hard. So now I am going to just spend all fucking night trying to solve this. It's harder than he makes it look. Yeah, because he's a guy who makes them for <laughs> right. a living. Because he's like a professional Sudoku player. Yeah, yeah. like he does this professionally. I, I've spent. He was a, like on the British team or something for some Sudoku championship. Yeah, uh huh, uh huh. Some of them are just like so far beyond me. I'm like, I don't even know where you would start with this. And I watch him. And be like, he's going through like algebra problems to figure out how to start. I'm like, okay, yeah, no, I was yeah, right I'm not like, to even yeah, try no, this one. I don't one. want this. Um, nice guy though. Yeah, yeah. In theory. Sure, yeah, I'm sure there's... That guy definitely is a fucking Tory, but whatever. He's a YouTuber, so I'm sure he's said something awful at some point, but... (laughs) He thinks Uh, that Margaret Thatcher used girl power. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So yeah, that's honestly been an embarrassingly high amount of my free time this week. (laughs) I mean, listen, what else are you going to do on the night shift? (laughs) Well, that's true, that's true. Uh, so last night, I was like, fuck, I gotta do something to have something to talk about on the podcast tomorrow. Uh, you don't. I, I would don't. be mean to you if you didn't, but that's fine. <laughs> right. Uh, but anyway, I, I made a bad choice with what I went with, because now I'm playing Skyward Sword again. Oh, buddy. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm playing. I'm playing the 2021 remaster of the hit 2011 video game, The Legend of Zelda Skyward Sword. Oh, buddy. Um... That, How's that the, treating you? Fine. Like, it, uh, that game is frustrating because it's not all shit. It's very up and down. Like, the like good parts in that game are really good. It's just, boy, there's parts that aren't. <laughs> so, like, I don't know. I'm running around. I'm solving puzzles. I'm collecting rupees. Caught some bugs. Do you think that a part of you maybe, like, feeling better is that you don't have to deal with the... The motion controls that's as probably, much. Yeah, that's probably part of it. I kind of like the motion controls for the sword stuff. And, like, I turned on the motion control aiming because that legitimately helps. All right, so we're, we're, we're taking Luke out of the podcast, right? I, did, I didn't turn on the motion controls for the sword. I'm using the analog stick for that. I'm just like, I didn't no. mind it. He's using tilt controls. I can't be mad at I'm him. I'm using, using tilt, tilt controls. controls. <laughs> um... Also, I forgot the game, like, you know, the bow and arrow is usually one of the first things they give you in a Zelda game. They hold it back till near the end of this one, because with the motion controls, it's too fucking strong. (laughs) You can just snipe a motherfucker from across the map with how precise you can be. They could have just made it so that, like, headshots don't do more damage or anything. Well, so what they do, they give you the slingshot early on, but the slingshot has really severe drop-off. Okay. So even though you can aim it really well, you have to, like, work the drop-off in. Um, yeah, I've been doing that for a very long time, playing various sniper games. Yeah, well, also, it doesn't do damage to enemies, it just stuns them, so. Boo! <laughs> Get off the stage! 
This game sucks. I've never played it. <clears throat> there's there's some cool shit in there. There's the fucking... It's near the end. Of, it's the dungeon where you get the bow and arrow. It's a cool thing where it's a crashed, like, old pirate ship in a desert, but there's, like, a stone on, like, the deck that when you hit it, it turns the surrounding area back in time. So it turns it back to oh. when it was, like... The, like, this desert was an ocean in the past, and, like, now the pirate ship is put back together. Um, but, like, certain doors will only be open in the present, and some are only open in the past, and you have to, like... It's a lot of puzzles, like, wait, Yeah, fuck. I love Oberdin. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, Return to the Oberdin. Kinda, yeah. Not, it's, it's, you know, there's things that are less like Oberdin. But it's a lot of puzzles, like, fuck, how do I hit that rock while I'm below deck? Oh, oh, here's a window I can kind of, like, rebound a shot out of here, maybe? It's cool. Um... But, yeah, I don't know. I'm having a... I just... I was in the mood to play a Zelda, and that's the only one I've only played once. So... That's where I am. What's that? You mean Twilight Princess? I've... Yeah, I've beaten Twilight Princess, like, three or four times. I like Twilight Princess. I like it just fine. I like the dungeons a lot. Midna Cool. Midna Cool. I'm just shaking my head. Just like, no. Midna Cool. No. Twilight Princess is a really slow start. That's my main beef yeah. with that game. But once you get through that, it's good times. When you're on that fucking bridge, that's sick. Yeah, you get to joust that guy on the bridge? That rules. Yeah. No. No. All right, well, that... then what have you been doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I've been playing the super cool game Grounded. Because <laughs> I've been playing that super cool game Disney Dream Valley. No, I haven't played that in a while. Oh, okay. Uh, you woke up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I've, I've just been playing some Grounded. I uh, had to uninstall and reinstall, and I haven't been able to get back into it. Uh, Fire Pro Wrestling, uh, because it's just kind of the thing where there's like a game that updates a lot, and then like the mods update a lot. Sure. Yeah. Uh, like, just eventually, like, something there will break. Right, right. Uh, and so I just was like, all right, just got to do a, a full uninstall, reinstall. How old is that game at this point? Because it's been out for a while. It's pretty old. Is uh, that like 2018? I think so, yeah. Yeah, is that surprising they're still like actively updating it a bunch? A, a lot of it is like user. Oh, okay. Yeah. And like they'll just do like some bug fixes every so often. Right. Yeah, uh, December 2017 is when it released. Gotcha. Uh, putting a gun to your head, how many hours to Steam? I, I was about to just, I was about to already <laughs> say it, so don't worry. Uh, okay. A thousand in uh, 54 hours. Yeah. 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 I like that it's game fair. a lot. Yeah. And I don't actually, a lot of it is just watching computers do matches, so it's not like I'm actively playing a lot, but still right. a thousand <laughs> hours. Um, I watched the original Dracula. Okay. okay. Oh, like the the, the Dracula. Dracula. Go see one. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> like, I heard that guy's dead. Yeah, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's one of those things where I'm like, oh yeah, this movie is just kind of fine, but also, it's a 1930s movie that, like, crystallized the image of vampires to everyone. <laughs> Right. So, like, it's hard for me to go, like, yeah, 
<laughs> right, it's one of those things where, like, yeah, it feels old hat because this is what everything else was copying. Yeah, like, sometimes, such as Doctor Strangelove, sure. I'll watch a movie and go, like, oh, yeah, I can tell that, like, this was inspired and parodied and, you know, influenced so much of a thing, but, like, oh, it still just kind of feels so good. Yeah. Uh, to, like, watch, and this one is just, like, yeah, that was fun. Yeah. <laughs> 60 Minutes. That's a 60-minute movie? Yeah. Wow. Wait, was it 60? I thought it was, like, 80. Oh, no, it's, like, 70. Well, I'm getting all kinds of answers now. Your story's changing by the minute. It's 70. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. I just remember, because, like... Can you oh, imagine I- if Dracula was 69 minutes long? Oh. <laughs> if only. I, I've also been catching up on uh, some wrestling stuff, and... Uh, Orange Cassidy just won a title, and they said that it was his uh, 68th win. And I'm like, guys, you you needed to have. Yeah. <laughs> you, really should have. you needed to fudge the numbers here. Like, I know that's your whole thing, is that you're like, but just say that, like, oh, yeah, on Dark, he did it. <laughs> uh-huh. Molly, real quick, now I gotta know, what's your most highest hour count on Steam? Uh, I think it's probably still TF2. I have to look. Hang on. Mm. I, I looked up mine, I've got... I think this is inflated by leaving the game running, but I can't say for sure. But according to this, it's Yu-Gi-Oh! Master Duel at 330 hours. Which, honestly, I'm uh, surprised my top is that low. Wait, why is it... Oh, it's only sorting my favorites by... Okay, hang on. Yeah. All games sorts by hours played. Uh, oh, Terraria, 274 hours. Okay, okay. Uh, TF2, 260 and then Elden Ring got 218, so oh, that's... Oh, wow. uh, Yeah, almost yeah. topped it. Yeah. Um, the other one is that my Civ Five says 92, but it's way more than that because it didn't count any of my offline hours. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I don't... It, you know, Steam's weird. Yeah, uh, yeah. But I played a lot of Civ Five when I was working this shitty job back in California. I've got Yu-Gi-Oh! at 330, uh, Slay the Spire at 256... Tabletop Simulator at 229, uh, and Dragon Ball Fighters at 183. Yeah. Yeah. Disco Elysium is number five at like 160. That's I must have left that running a couple you times. You must have left that on a number of times, because that game is not nearly that long. Yeah, no, no, no. Like I and said, you've I've, only beaten it like twice. I've beaten it twice. You know what part of it was, was when I tried to do that fucking Twitter account where I had people tell me what to do, and then after two days, I was like, this is too involved. <laughs> Yeah, I this will either take me fifteen years to finish, or I will have to babysit it eternally. Uh, but Ashley, did you, you get up to anything else? Uh, I, I was just gonna say, yeah, like all the Criterion Channel has all of the uh, like Universal monster movies, so I've really oh, okay. been checking that out. Uh, and I, I want to watch more, but like Dracula is the one I've like first wanted to see. Yeah, yeah. Uh. And then also I saw uh, Night of the Hunter, which is my favorite movie of all time, oh, in cool. a theater, uh, 35mm print. Nice. So that was, all, that was a lot of fun. I, like, you know, logged it on my Letterboxd, and then people who were also at that showing started, like, following me. But the, <laughs> but the thing is, they gave it bad reviews. Oh, no. No, no, mm. no, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. Blocked. Removed. Killed. People were, People are like, this movie's kind of goofy and, like, really, like, melodramatic. I'm like, now, I can't say you're wrong. Right. But the thing is, you're wrong. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> why this are This is you... the scariest movie of all time. <laughs> I see, I see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. 
Uh, other than that, I've just been working. Yeah. Molly? Uh, I've been playing Grand Blue Fantasy. It sucks. <laughs> happy, good, happy you got that. <laughs> happy for you. He's just like, I don't know what to say. Yeah. Um, I've been playing some Hot Wheels Unleashed. Yeah. Because it's free. It's free on PS Plus this month. Pretty which good is video finally game. the perfect price for me to download it. Uh-huh. It's a good price uh, for that game. It is. Uh, cool game. Yeah. I, I'm having a, a good time. I haven't played in a few days. Uh, I might be done. We'll see. Yeah. I mean, um, listen, it's a little slight. Yeah, it's not deep. But it's fun. It's fun. The thing is, the baffling decision about how you get your cars in single, pa- single blind box gacha thing. Yeah, I have not. Uh, I've not been in on Hot Wheels uh, in like over twenty years. I wonder, is yeah. that like, is that no. how they sell Hot Wheels these days? No, it's boxes? not. Okay. No, no, it's not. I I feel like that they would get raked over the coals. <laughs> There's a lot of like blind box stuff targeted at kids, though. There is, but as somebody who has worked in a Target, that's not really what they do. That's fair. It's been a while, but like that was, I guess that was only ten years ago. Uh, they weren't doing it then. Uh, and I can't imagine they do just that now. Like, sometimes they'll be like, here's four cars and one mystery car. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, in there. But generally speaking, it's like six bucks for one stupid little car or whatever. Uh-huh. Yeah, listen, they're already printing money on that motherfucker. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It is it is not a problem for them. Yeah, they uh, do have Hot Wheels blind boxes, but they're not the main thing. Yeah, they're not the main thing. Um... What else? Yeah, I've been playing that. I've been playing some Fortnite. Uh, I've been playing like shit lately, though, so I haven't been doing as much of it. Oh, no. Uh, it's fine. Sometimes you're in the zone, sometimes you're not. Yeah. Uh, and then... What else? That's pretty much it. I've been um, playing a ton of Grand Blue, which, again, sucks ass, but... Uh, <laughs> like, I'm having a good time, though, so does it suck? <laughs> The answer is yes, but... Ah, it's like me with Mad Max. <laughs> right. Like, I know it's bad. I, listen, I have way more time and money invested in this than you do on Mad Max. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and I played the first two chapters of Dead Space, and I put it on easy, and it might be too easy. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's uh, pretty trivial. I don't so remember far. that being a super hard game. No, it wasn't really. Um, I just, you know, yeah. I realized that it was October 11th, and I was like, I guess I haven't started the journal game this month yet. Uh, right. I better do that. Uh, so I threw it on easy just to get through it. And, uh, yeah, you just kind of kill guys pretty easy in that. And they give you a bazillion shots of ammo per drop. So it's not really a scratch of that tension itch. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I probably won't go back and change it. I'm already two chapters deep. What am I going to do? Do it again? No. Uh, but thankfully, it's on Game Pass, so you can just play it on Xbox if you want. Yep. I can't remember if it's on PC or not. I didn't log, so. Uh, you know what else I did? I fucking watched this episode of Twin Peaks. You That's sure what I did. fucking did. Yeah. yeah. Twin Peaks. We're back, baby. What a good TV show. <laughs> the it, cinema. This, I, I am getting fucking <laughs> whiplash. Yeah, you're really going up and down. <laughs> I remember you liked seven, didn't care for eight, loved nine, hated ten, and now and we're here yeah, to love now. It's it's like a fucking uh, you know oscillating wave, like Twin Peaks, you might say. 
twin Again, I, I do want to kill you. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> uh, we open. Oh, no. For, oh, we got to talk. Boy, I'm getting ahead of myself. We, of course, watched Twin Peaks Season 3, Episode 11, a.k.a. Twin Peaks The Return, Part 11. Oh, okay. A.k.a. Twin Peaks, a limited event series, part 11. I was like, what did you forget even before we started talking? Ooh, I'll tell you what I forgot is the name of this episode. What's this one called? Uh, There's fire where you're going. There's fire where you're going. Uh, I know that because this is a fucking good line. Yeah, yeah, Yeah. no, it is a good line. (laughs) Part fucking whips. Yeah, no, great title. You know, the thing is, many parts, I'm going to say this part whips a lot throughout this thing. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, We open on some kids playing catch out you know, in the kind of, not even suburbs of Twin Peaks. You know, it's kind of a, yeah, sort of small side road. It looks like they're, like, the only house on the street. I kind of yeah. thought that they were close to, it look, they're close to the uh, trailer park. Well, they must yeah. be. Yeah, they must be. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this is a really cute little, like, they got the younger, the youngest brother, and then, like, an older brother who is maybe, like, 12. Yeah. Uh, and then, you know, like a 10-year-old or something. Yeah, I just yeah, thought yeah. this was a cute little thing until the dead lady shows up. <laughs> the not dead lady. Well. Well, yeah, so as they're playing, as these three kids are playing catch, the ball gets thrown, yeah. like, kind of across the street, and uh kid runs to go get it. Uh, and as he's coming back, he sees something moving in the, the brush of the woods nearby, and, yeah, I, uh, I first thought that it was just a fully dead person. <laughs> yeah, it, I mean, she looks at it first. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, yeah, it is the teacher that Richard... Miriam. Uh, Miriam. Yeah. Uh, beat up last time. Heidi's daughter. <laughs> right, yes. Heidi's daughter, maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah, you know, he had, like, beaten her into, you know, like, beaten her unconscious, then left, like, the gas on and lit a candle so that her apartment would explode, her trailer. But she got out, and she's crawled through the woods and found these kids. She does not look good. No. I kind of think, uh, I kind of think she did not get out. She just didn't die, because that is way more beat than she was before. I'm just saying she physically left the building. Oh, yes, uh, you know. She got out Scary. of there before it exploded, killing her. Yeah, because she was bleeding a lot when we last saw her. On yeah, the floor. I guess she was. Yeah, I mean she was face down, but like just there was a huge pool of blood under her. Yeah, all right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, yeah, uh, her like eyes all bloody. Ugh, not good to see. Yeah, it's bad. It sucks. Yeah. Uh, so this this is how we are going to to get it, <laughs> like get this uh, story figured out. Not right. that. Uh, Lucy, like, took the call or something, I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So... Like I said! (laughs) Yeah, like you said, Molly. Uh, and we cut from there to the Fat Trout trailer park where Becky, uh, Shelly's daughter, is on the phone with somebody. We don't really have the context of what's going on at this point, but she's very angry. She's asking, like, oh, where? What? Oh, fuck, I I don't have a car! Shit! And she, like, hangs up and starts screaming. Um... The... Well, when she gets the gun, yeah. Alex is, oh, he's cheating. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she calls up her mom and just says, like, like panicked, I need you to come here right away. I need to borrow your car. There's something up with Steven. Uh, doesn't give her any more details than that. And Shelly grabs her purse and runs out. Norma's like, what the? Norma, she like, like that. Norma instantly knows, like, oh, 
Shit's gonna be yeah, fucked. Yeah, this shit again, huh? Ah, jeez. <laughs> and yeah, uh, Becky pulls out a gun from under her bed. Uh, Shelly drives up in her car. <laughs> Becky runs out, grabs the keys, gets in the this, car with the gun. This has or this was already like very like a lot going on. Yeah. This escalates quickly. <laughs> it escalates very quickly. Uh, in an effort to stop her from driving off, Shelly jumps on the hood of the car. So Becky just like whips the car around to throw her mom into the dirt and drives off. But like she's on there for a while. Yeah, yeah. There's a yeah. lot of her just clinging to the hood of the car as the car spins around. And she flip. And she spins the car and and she goes yeah. flying off. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, Scary. Carl hears the ruckus and comes to see what's up, and Shelly asks him for help. Love to know that he's got a funny little flute he can use to summon <laughs> his van. He's a fucking Willy Wonka. What is happening here? The first <laughs> moment of Dude's Rock of many in this episode. <laughs> this he is not is Dude's Willy Rock. Wonka. Oh, I disagree heartily. <laughs> this is not Dude's Rock. He's got a little pan flute he can summon a van with. If that doesn't rock... Summoning a van with a flute is not Dude's Rock. That is not Dude's Rock. I simply don't agree. (sighs) You misunderstand. Uh Uh-huh. You don't get it. (laughs) Anyway, the van pulls up, and they get in. um, And, you know, Shelly is asking, Oh, God, can we go faster, please? I I gotta get to the double R. I gotta... He's like, Shelly, you gotta take a breath. Wanna get us there in one piece. Hey, have you called Bobby yet? The cop that you're married to? She's not married to him. Well, got his last name. <laughs> she married him. They're definitely yes. divorced. No, yeah. Yeah. Because, <laughs> yeah, as soon as he says oh, that... Oh, does she have his last name? I didn't notice that ever. Yeah, anywhere. because uh, when Carl gets the radio, he says, Hey, uh, I've got Shelly Briggs here with me. Oh, I just heard Shelly. Yeah, I, yeah. I think I don't think they're divorced. I do think they're separated and getting divorced. But I don't think they're it's definitely yet. separating, getting divorced at a minimum. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes. Absolutely. That's the minimum. Honestly, they've been divorced since 1993, but <laughs> I don't think they knew that then. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, like Shelly clearly is like hesitant to call Bobby for whatever reason. So Carl gets on the radio and talks to the dispatch lady at the sheriff's department. Uh, who patches them through to Bobby. And, um, yeah, like, she tells Bobby what's up. Carl hears that Becky had a gun, and he's just like, oh, Christ. Yeah. Jesus. Uh, <laughs> Carl's not even, like, anxious or worried. He's just like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go again. Like, the thing that... Carl is like at this point in his life where he's so old, he's like, "Well, this might as well happen." <laughs> right. Uh-huh. And uh, yeah, we cut over to Shelly, who is in an apartment building, just banging on a door, screaming. Not Shelly, Becky, uh, bang on the door, screaming that you know she knows Stevens in there. Come on, get out there! And the neighbor finally sticks her head out and says, "Like he's not here. No one's home. They over left there. already. Shut the fuck up, please." I'm trying to have my three o'clock nap. <laughs> uh, and instead, Becky decides to take out her anger by pointing her gun at the door and just unloading the clip into it. Yeah. Good thing there was no one in there. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. And, well, if uh, there was, I mean, mission accomplished. Right. Yeah, well, yeah. The camera, uh, 
like zooms around the apartment complex, like around a corner, down a hall, down a stairwell, where we see Steven and the woman he's with hiding in the stairwell from Becky. Yeah. Uh, I will say, scariest part of this uh, whole scene is yeah. the very beginning establishing shot where it looks like the Palmer oh, that's uh, true. stairwell. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. oh, no. Yeah, I didn't think of that. That's that's true. I'm um, like, oh, jeez. Do either of you recognize this woman Steven's with? Uh, no. She was in the original show. Okay, well, hang on. I have to, like, fast forward to the part where she shows up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that Renette? Not Renette. You know, Renette we saw earlier. Yeah, I know, but she has the same hair. Yeah, I yeah. Think. Uh, no, who is this? Uh, the <laughs> do you remember the creepy dinner party the Haywards and the Palmers oh, had? Oh, this is the, the piano playing girl, This right? is the girl that played the piano for Leland. Oh. <laughs> they just got her in somewhere, huh? Yeah, it's the same actor. David just called up everyone he knew ever. Or wait, maybe yeah, it's not the same actor like, I thought it was. It might not he be. D- he just I have no sent idea. mass texts. Yeah. <laughs> okay, no, this is not the same actor that played Gersten in God the original it. show. Mm. But, you know. Son of a bitch. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, no, she only plays Gersten in, in the new show. Okay. the Man, I thought it was the same girl. <laughs> I'm bummed that that's not true, but whatever. I I had again a moment of like oh that's interesting then oh I guess it's not true <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, she is credited as Gerson though this that is who this is um, and then yeah we cut back to the dispatch lady who as someone that has had this job before this is a very realistic moment of just she gets a million nine one one calls from everybody that heard the gunshot yes like, yes somebody's on the way uh, yep, yes somebody's already coming yeah hello. Uh, Sheriff's Department, yes, someone's on the way. Hello, Sheriff's Department, yes, someone's on the way. Yeah. yeah. I guess this is what it's like to field 911 calls. It is absolutely what it's like to field 911 calls. <laughs> and then so- in real life... Like it sucks. For, <laughs> in my experience, at least, and obviously, hey, obviously sometimes guns get shot, but uh, when I worked 911, it was always just, no, somebody's just tailpipe backfired, that's all. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Not in my town. Uh huh. Yeah. Oh, I'm sure not in my town either. But you know. Yeah. Um, we cut over to Buckhorn, where the FBI and the Buckhorn police have uh, gone to the place that Bill saw the major. They've got Bill in the back of the car. He's you know just kind of like. <laughs> God, this shit rules. R.I.P. Shaggy. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, uh, so it is just kind of like a rundown part of town. It's like some dilapidated, shitty little houses and like cargo containers. All all of this stuff, mwah, this oh, is this yeah. is good. Uh-huh, <laughs> uh-huh. Uh, this that's is like, also like extremely like SCP. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, like the whole area is fenced in, but he points out where there's a hole in the fence they can get in, and. Uh, Cole and Albert head inside. They have Tammy kind of cover the entrance. But while they're investigating, they do see quickly a brief uh, flicker of uh, Phantom back there. One of the woodsmen just kind of hiding behind one of the crates. Yeah. But then he, like, fades out. It's like, oh, good shit. Mm-hmm. Uh, so they go They're like, in. I bet that guy won't kill anyone. Yeah, yeah probably I bet not. That probably no one's here. And uh, Cole walks into, like... 
a specific spot kind of right in front of the dilapidated house and looks up at the sky. And we see, like, Albert's POV of him is that, like, he's getting distorted and blurry, like the whole frame is. Oh, it fucking yeah. rules. His whips. Uh-huh. And, like, he's just looking up at the sky, and it's just, like, an empty blue sky. But then it starts twisting and contorting into a goofy, like, Photoshop effect vortex. Yeah! <laughs> it rules. It's like a black hole that's, like, sucking in shit off the ground. It's like pulling just, the leaves off the trees. You just learned the blur effect. Yeah. Uh, and it just keeps, like, spiraling more and more and turning more and more into, like, a tunnel of light. There's, like, l- like lightning bolts crackling in it or something, and then, like, a dark void is opening at the base of it. And we keep getting cuts back to Cole, just, like, the frame is blurry and shaking, and he kind of puts his arms up towards it. And then it cuts to a wide shot where it's like nothing's great, happening. Great, great, <laughs> It's so good. <laughs> like from Tammy's perspective, he's just standing in the middle of this empty with his lot. arms up. <laughs> yeah, with his arms up. There's no vortex in the sky for anyone but him. <laughs> it's yeah, like because they had like asked uh, Shaggy, like, all right, like how? What did you do? Like, how did you get to this place? Right. Uh, and he said, oh, yeah, like, I went through there, and then, yeah, like, went about, like, 10, 15 feet. Yeah. Uh, and so everyone else is just, like, watching them as they're just, like, Uh-huh. Uh, and it's... I also just like the idea that, uh, Albert is, like, he's the normal guy to keep... Uh-huh. Like, like, all right, when I, when I start freaking out too much... All right, Albert, Albert. Albert is the rope that is tied around Gordon Cole's waist. <laughs> yes, yes, absolutely. Yes. Uh, we only see what's on the other side of the vortex for a brief moment, but it's just like a shitty house with like, you know, it, the walls are black and like charred up and like just scarred up. The banisters all fucked up on the staircase where just a bunch of woodsmen are just standing staring. And, yeah. uh, yeah. like, who's this douchebag? Uh-huh. Wait, wait a minute. I'm not covered we, in black paint. And then we cut to Albert's perspective again, and, like, the frame's not shaking anymore, but now, like, Gordon is starting to fade out, and he's kind of, like, sort of half jumping up towards the vortex, kind of, and Albert has to step in and grab him and pull him away. Yeah. Like, All right, that's enough. Okay, okay. And, uh, Cole's like, All right, yep, fucked up over there. It's real fucked up in there. Yeah. Uh, and then as they're kind of like, Ooh, uh, they look over in the uh, like grass to the side and they see a dead naked body. Oh, I hate when that happens. Yeah. I hate when that happens. Uh, and this turns out to be Ruth Davenport's body. And as Rip. they're inspecting it, uh, also Diane notices like the woodsman that's fading in and out as it's like creeping closer to the cop car. And that's gonna be normal. That's gonna be fine. Yeah. What kind of yeah. weird FBI drugs have Cole and Albert and Diane done, but not yet Tammy? <laughs> I, I think you more just gotta be attuned. Maybe. I don't Attu- know. Attuned or you gotta go through what Cole just did. Everyone's had a turn doing that, and that just stays in your system permanently. Who knows, man? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe that. Or, yeah, just some good old-fashioned drugs. It could be a lot of things. You know, uh, uh, what kind of drug? It's holoperidol, obviously. Obviously. It's whatever <laughs> the blue rose means. Yeah, uh-huh. 
Yeah, they've been, you know what? That was a blue drug. Yeah. <laughs> That's just drug slang this whole time. We figured this it out. This whole time. <laughs> uh, and yeah, Albert starts taking photos of the dead body as Diane's just watching this woodsman creep closer and closer to the cop car and not saying anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's probably fine. Uh-huh. I bet he won't get his head exploded. <laughs> well, and also because she might be evil. She might be bad guy. Yeah, well, that too. Yeah. But uh, mostly she's like, it would be really funny if he died right now. <laughs> yes. Uh, Ruth, yeah, we, we confirm this is Ruth Davenport's body. She's got coordinates written on her arm that Albert snapped a picture of with his Samsung smartphone. That's right. Not sure if you saw the logo. Let me put it right next to the camera, and I'm going to move my hand in a way nobody has ever held a phone before. Right, just to make sure uh, that logo is visible. Hey, don't forget, we got these naked titties. Uh-huh. <laughs> these David naked titties. Oh. David's been holding back. David's yeah. been holding back a lot. I would love to know what, yeah, I mean, just her whole body is frozen in a weird way if it was just dropped here, but especially her boobs are just like. Just out. Fully no clothes. Like, yeah. <laughs> Uh, you know what? Naomi Watts refused to show her boobs on Showtime, so... Uh-huh. Oh, did we not see them on the sex scene? Nah, you just see her back. Right, yeah, yeah I don't know true. if refused is the right word. No, yeah, she was like, David, you got me one time. <laughs> not again. Yeah, I guess we don't see her boobs when she's masturbating. David, fuck the- me once, shame on me. <laughs> <laughs> shame on you, you're dead. But then, all of a sudden, there is the worst sounding noise in the world, just a wet scrunching. <laughs> the, as... the guy gets Popeyed. Yes, the guy gets Popeyed. As there's just like, we're seeing uh, the detective in the front seat, as there's just a little spurt of blood from the back seat, he turns he around. He him just... in the side of the head. He's like, oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> and it... The way Diane is looking in the, she just walks in and goes, huh, it's so funny. Yeah. And then Cole just walks over and goes, Yep, well, he's dead. Cole, no, Cole walks over. We get a, a shot of what well, happened to Bill, which, like, the top half of his head got ripped off. It's the same thing that kind of happened to the the guy, the people who got killed by the sex monster. Yeah, very similar. Yeah, that too. <laughs> yeah it's, it is the Those most dead buds. anybody has ever been. And Cole just like, Eh, he's dead. <laughs> <laughs> it's so funny. It's so good. Um, uh, well, and also, I gotta say... Go ahead, Ashley. I, I love that, uh, yeah, like, the police guy, like, walks out and is like, oh, he's, like, in the car, he's like, oh, my God, and then he, like, walks away, but it's just focused still on the car, when, yeah. you know, like, where he was, and then he just, like, walks back in for a second and goes, oh, my God! <laughs> <laughs> I need all the backup ever! Yeah, also, uh, the address, the, this street is Sycamore Street, because, do you get it, Black Lodge? The Sycamore Trees. Sycamore yeah, Trees. Yeah. yeah. Um, there was a, there's a Sycamore, uh, road in my hometown that you are not supposed to drive down, because that's where bad things happened. I see. So. Well, yeah. maybe there's something Fucked to it, up. then. Maybe. I don't know. You know? Uh, anyway. Uh, what was I gonna say? I was gonna say that, uh, it's very funny that his head gets exploded. Um, but also, the sex monster at the beginning of this thing kind of buzzsawed, guys. Yeah. Like, it this, took a this, while for it to happen. Yeah. This, is, this is just a quick crunch. This is a quick crunch. This, <laughs> well, all of them happens, since then. But I almost imagined the fucking woodsman's jaw hinges, and he just took a bite out of his head. Yeah, but the but even in, like, the flashback episode, he kind of just, like, puts his hand on him and just crunch. 
No, sure, yeah, yeah. And it does the same thing. So I, you know, really, uh, should have gotten it down in ep one. Is all I'm saying. Sure. <laughs> well, you know that thing. It was it was going. It was coming through the cube. It was all fucked up from the cube. It's not at full strength. Right. Yeah. Or maybe it was just having fun taking its time. You know. Yeah, it's been a while. You know, I'm gonna. I got my buzzsaw hands. Yeah. I'm practicing this one. Uh huh. Uh-huh. I'm. I'm just gonna throw blood at them from one side of the screen. Uh huh. Yeah. So that night, back in Twin Peaks, Bobby and Shelly are at the uh, double R with Becky, and uh, this scene is so good. Oh yeah, the scene's yeah. great. Like Dana Ashbrook bringing it. Bobby, yeah, very much in the mode of like, I'm really mad at you, but also I'm I was very worried about you, and like we need to figure this out, and yeah. like yelling I, I at you it- is not going to solve this, but that's obviously what I wish I could do. Uh, I, like, look, you know, miss the earlier Briggs. Yeah. Uh, thing that had, like, that they said beforehand. And so I actually thought that it was, like, a really well-delivered, like, where he's just going, like, listen, we know, like, we know you're adult, but also we're your parents. Right. Yeah. It's like, <gasps> uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, because they never like, talk about who Norma ha- or not Norma, who Shelley had the kid with. Just that right. she had a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, Bobby's just like, "All right, Becky, what do you want to do? You want to get a divorce?" She's like, "Yeah, I hate him. Oh, but I love him though. Oh, but not really. Yeah, uh, mm. I, I, I love him." And Shelley and Bobby are just like, "Come on, yeah, let's go." Yeah, Becky is kind of waiting for you to realize what's going on. Yeah, Bobby's telling her, like, I'm sorry, you're going to have to pay for the door. And Becky's mad about that. He's like, Becky, the only reason you're not in jail right now is because your dad is a cop. Yeah. Listen, I am. I become bad cop for you. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, and, like, Shelly's like, okay, I'll, I'll loan you the money to pay for the door, and Becky doesn't, like, so I can't take more money from you, Mom. Steven just Dude, spends it on drugs like, anyway. I just keep on giving it to him, and... Yeah. Yeah, and he just Bobby's spends- like, alright, so I'm gonna give it to you. Fine, I will lend <laughs> yeah, you the money. somebody has to give you the money. Have to pay it back. And then they're like, okay, Carl told us that things aren't right in that trailer. Is he hitting you? And she's like, what? <laughs> no. No, it's fine. No, d- 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 uh, it's, I think it is more, oh, definitely not. Uh. Yeah. 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 Uh, and Bobby's like, listen, I have almost arrested that guy 50 fucking times. <laughs> right. Yeah. Again, the only, only reason not he's not him. in jail is because he's dating the daughter of a cop. Married to the daughter of a cop, rather. Yeah. Yes. And she's like, but he's looking for, you know, looking for God. Like, she's looking, he's looking for a job. I thought. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, clearly he has not been. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, that's not true. Like, One time, no, you he... don't understand, Dad. He is looking for work. He, he goes out every day to. Oh, I guess he's not, huh? Ah, shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> well, ah, shit. He did have that one interview where he got a lot of good feedback. Yeah. Actually, you know the guy. That's your buddy. <laughs> that's true, your buddy yeah. Mike. Do you think they drink, like they like drink at the Roadhouse, or do you think they've like kind of split ways? Ho- no, they definitely split ways. But it's, yeah. I'm bummed about it. Uh huh. Uh huh. Do you think? Well, I guess it's to- not necessary because it's supposed to be an organ, right? I thought that dealership was. No, no, it's in Twin Peaks. No, it's in Twin Is Peaks. Is it in Twin Peaks? Yeah, yeah. Okay, it yeah. Is. It just uh, like 
it cut from a scene in Oregon to that scene, so... Uh, okay, okay, okay. I am imagining a world where uh, they do still talk, and after that, Mike calls up Bobby like, Dude, what the fuck's up with your son-in-law? And he's like, I know, I know. <laughs> I know, you didn't have to give him a job, though, right? You didn't give it to him? He's like, no! And he's like, okay, good. Because <laughs> that's going to be even worse for me. Yeah. Uh, but Bobby tells Becky, like, okay, well, here's the deal. I'm done cutting him any slack. The next time I catch him breaking the law, he's going to jail. I'm sorry. Period. Yeah. yeah. Listen, I can only, uh, you know, extend, you know, fuck me once, shame <laughs> <Yeah>. on me. <laughs> fuck me 50 times. <sighs> You're going to jail. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Becky finally, as this goes on, remembers the sick car stunts she pulled with her mom like oh god oh jesus i could have killed you i'm so sorry yeah and then she's hugging her daughter and then looks outside and, and sees the god. man that she wants to fuck and she's like oh bye yeah unfortunately red the criminal that can do magic coin tricks is out there and he's she's like oh uh yeah bye losers i gotta go make gotta out make with sure that dude I, yeah i gotta go make sure i'm getting that dick tonight <laughs> this seems like a that seems like a bad decision yeah it's not a good decision well and it's just a moment too of like you know, obviously, they've already set up the idea that, like, Shelly's gone through similar shit that Becky is, and, like, she can maybe guide her through it. But then this is like, oh, Shelly kind of hasn't learned that much, actually, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, jeez. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, she runs out and just starts... Uh, Making just... out with him in front of the front door? <laughs> That's right, and, weird. And then That's realizes, weird. oh, wait, I'm doing this in front of my estranged husband. Hold on, we better scoot Not around this corner real quick. just in front of my estranged husband, in front of my daughter, who I was comforting seconds ago, but also left that, and yes. stopped About, comforting like, her awful, to go awful, make out. like, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah and, like, Shelly... Dumbass. And like Bobby's been very sort of in charge of this situation this whole time, but then once he sees that, you can just kind of see him just kind of die a little inside. He's like, Jesus, man, really, man. right now? Yeah. And like Becky's giving him a look like, uh, oh, you okay, Dad? And he's just not even looking at her. Shots fired! And then a gunshot goes off once Shelly runs back inside. Everyone freaks out. Bobby has everybody get down, walks outside. Uh, was it Red, the criminal? No, he. <laughs> the end of that he like sprints off after they finish making out it's really he's like, he's right, like i need an alibi <laughs> he was uh, he saw uh shelly talking like from across the street he saw shelly talking to her ex yeah and was like oh gotta go kiss that right now <laughs> gotta go cuck that fucking cop real quick uh yeah i guess i gotta respect it um <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know what <laughs> right, when you, you say it that like way. that yeah. Uh, the funniest part of this is when Norma tells Toad to get the lights. Yeah. <laughs> make it harder for them to shoot us, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but Maybe then we'll act like no one's in here. Yeah, we'll just <laughs> pretend like we all left. So Bobby runs uh, out, gun drawn, to see what happened, and there's a minivan across the street uh, where like the two parents in the front are yelling at each other because the dad left a gun out. That the kid had, like, found and fired a shot and luckily didn't hit anybody, but very easily could have. And, uh, the dad yeah. is, like, not really taking this seriously. He's just like, ah, well, ah, listen. Ah, oh, well, but that's my gun. Yeah. I need it in my car. Uh, so Bobby approaches and takes the gun, makes sure it's disarmed. And also the car behind them is just constantly honking its horn. 
Uh, yeah. There's like a bunch of traffic backed up behind this minivan that's stopped. And um, he's like trying to talk to them, get their IDs, all this information. The mom like goes into the car to get the ID. Uh, <laughs> one of the other cops, I don't remember this guy's name. He's just been in a lot of scenes, just walks up to be like, I was at Big Ed's gas farm. And you know what? I heard shots. <laughs> I'm glad yep. the Big Ed's glass farm is still there. I'm yeah, glad it's still yeah. there, apparently, even though I have not seen one fucking lick of Big Ed. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Where is my man? Where's Big Ed? Fuck. Uh, Bobby has a moment where, like, he looks down at the kid, and the kid stands up. <laughs> the, kid, the kid is ready to fight him. He's like, I don't respect cops. Yeah, mm-hmm. the, the kid has no shame. And then he looks over at the dad, and the dad's kind of has the same posture, but he's kind of like looking away. And it's like, ah, oh, ah, oh, dang. Perhaps. Yeah, and they're wearing the same thing. Perhaps. Yeah. You pass things on to your children. Perhaps Maybe. generational repetition of the same horrors is a theme of this show now. Yeah. <laughs> it's a theme of fucking every show now. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> Uh, the woman behind has not stopped honking her horn this entire yeah. time. And so Bobby's like, finally, like, fuck, god damn it. <laughs> All right, listen, uh, other cop, you get their information. I'm going to go talk to this woman to shut the fuck up, and then I'll try to get the traffic moving. And as <laughs> I love this woman so much. Yeah. I, this actor is very funny to me. She is very funny, but I hate this part. Oh, I, oh, I, I like, don't. I, well, I don't. I I hate what is happening here, but I don't think it's a bad scene. Sure, I get what you're That's, saying. Yeah. Okay. She's yeah, an obnoxious it, character, but obnoxious yes. in a way I laugh at a lot. Yes. Uh, because as soon as Bobby approaches, she's just like, "What is happening? Why aren't you getting the traffic moving? I've got it. She's got to get to dinner. Her mom's in town. We haven't seen her. We've got miles to go. We're already late. Wah!" Yeah, I don't understand this woman, basically, is what it comes down to. Uh, I think this woman, like I was joking about earlier, is just supposed to be a stand-in for people mad at how slow the return is. Oh, okay, sure, I think I they predicted people would be annoyed by it and are making fun of them. Okay. Yeah, uh, I think, uh, ma'am, just, like, back up a little bit and then go around. It's not right. that hard. <laughs> but then... The yeah. girl she's talking about sits up like a zombie in the passenger seat <laughs> with like a streak of vomit coming out of her mouth. This and is great. During yeah, her rant, she's really like, good. You're right, she's sick. We can't keep her in the car. We gotta go. Ah! Uh, I, and <laughs> I don't know if I buy your read on a lot of these of, oh, it's them making fun of people who. <laughs> sure. Yeah. I also, I think that even in like the original series, David Lynch just kind of did this kind of stuff a lot. Yeah, that's fair. I just feel like this episode, or, you know, season three in general is very slow paced and is very, like, withholding with, the, like you said, we haven't seen Big Ed yet and we're more than halfway through it. Is he even in this? Uh-huh. I don't know. Uh, so having somebody who is irrationally frustrated that there is a holdup that they can't control and they need to get to their destination because they're already late and they just don't have any time, it, it feels pointed to me. Yeah, I guess it doesn't feel pointed to me. <laughs> That's fair. It uh, could also just be commentary on society in general. Well, truly. sure. I mean, it can be more than one thing also. That's people, also true. People be on their phones. You, you know what it is? Oh, my. Twin Peaks is turning into a town where yellow light means speed up. <laughs> God damn it. 
He has not thought about that line once. No. No. <laughs> I know you're I know you're joking, but I need to say it. Yeah. Uh, but then this... Wait, what does a yellow light mean? I just don't know. Well you see, Molly. <laughs> <laughs> It's not like what if he like at like one point he writes that same line again in the return and someone's like oh that's a cool callback he's like yeah what <laughs> yeah <laughs> totally he's like call back to what but yeah then this girl's fucking like zombie niece starts leaning over and just starts throwing up on her <laughs> but like the most she's like not puking she's just no. kind of like passively. The puking implies an action. It's this like is just kind of happening her. to her. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's coming it's like, like in spurts, and every time a little more comes out, the woman does a little like ah again. She's like ah 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 in like the same rhythm as her car horn so was. Funny. Uh, it's <laughs> yeah, and it's like the most like pea green like uh like exorcist kind of puke. Yeah, it is just pea soup. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Good shit. Uh, meanwhile, over at the sheriff's department, Hawk and uh, Truman don't have time for any of this shit. They're busy trying to figure out where they're going in two days. Yeah, check out my fucking map, dude. Which, have we not had a night scene since then? I feel like it should be closer by now than two days. Uh, No, this was the first Twin Peaks night scene since then. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Um... But yeah, they looked up the, you know, where the uh, message is sending them, and Hawk has brought in uh, a very old map he's got. Um, uh, I'll, I'll have you know this map is alive, Luke. This, is, this map's a living thing, so even though it's super old, it's always accurate. Uh, it, it changes and evolves. Uh, Michael Horse made this map himself, which is neat. Uh, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. I... I, I you know, was gonna say this already, but out of all of like the native mysticism in this yeah. show, this is the one where that kind of bothered me the least. It is still very much that, but I agree. Uh, it, it is very much like, hey, now it's time for the one Native American character to explain the mysticism going on. Yeah, but um, like, I think when, especially because they're not explicitly harping on the word heritage. Yes, totally. Makes it like a lot easier to swallow. Yeah. That yeah. and yeah, also I just think that the map design is cool. Yeah. It is. Yeah. And like. Um, I love a big chunky map. It is a big chunky map. It's good stuff. Uh, I read an interview with Michael Horst at some point where he talked about like, yeah, I kind of like that I have this role in the new series because I like that I'm the only guy that understands any of the weird shit that goes on. (laughs) Everybody's got to come to me for the answers. That's right. (laughs) King. Uh, But yeah, he is explaining. uh, Yeah, okay. This map, uh, you know, the, the coordinates will take us to Blue Pine Mountain, which I guess now we know both of the mountain names. It's Blue Pine and White Tail. Yeah. And then um, Sheriff Truman points at the Heartless on there and goes, is this one of the little Kingdom Hearts guys? And he's like, uh, listen, you don't want to get into Kingdom you Hearts. You don't want to fucking know about Kingdom Hearts, bud. You don't ever want to know about that. <laughs> I don't? No. no. You might say, no. we're not going to talk about that. We're In fact, we're going to leave that out of this. That is not Judy. <laughs> I refuse to believe that that is Judy. <laughs> If that ends up being Judy, I'm going to be so mad at you. <laughs> Why at me? Because you said it. <laughs> I'm just saying we got two different things that we are refusing to talk about now. 
Yeah, but people say shit like that all the time. Yeah. I... This is so far beyond anything I, like, meaningfully know anything about. I do think there are some, um, like, parts of, like, Native American, uh, like, I don't know what the word to use. Not folklore, mythology. I, I Again, this is not... But, like, the thing is, you're not supposed to talk about it, ever. Like, you're not even supposed to think about it. Uh, sure. I think, um... Yeah. I... <laughs> Uh, he also talks about there's like corn here, but look, it's bad corn, rotten corn, it's evil corn. Yeah. So, he, well, like at first he's like, "There's a fire," and he's like, "Was the fire good or bad?" It's like, it depends. <laughs> yeah, that one depends. Depends on the intention behind the fire. But next but, to it, we got this black corn. So it's probably bad. <laughs> you combine those, you got black fire. That's bad. It's like they're times. playing, like they're playing fucking alchemy on the first smartphone. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, as, as much as, yeah, I agree, this one is less uh, rough than some of the other native things. The, the idea that, like, oh, we're going to tie in the creamed corn shit to, like, well, corn is very important to Native American tribes, and that's why it's creamed. Fuck you. Shut up. I didn't even think about that. Oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, yeah that's what the bad corn is. Yeah. Oh, I just thought it was, like, corn that went bad. Right. No, it's evil corn. And we've, you know, evil corn's been a thing before. Yeah, I guess. All right. Just kind of just just kind of some puke, you know. Well, sure. <laughs> I didn't know we were ascribing so much to the cream corn. It's pain and sorrow. It's garbambosia. I I mean, I just thought that was a metaphor. Well, it is, but I'm st- yeah. Well, it's getting very literal now. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's stupid. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> All right, great. I'm glad we agree. Yeah, yeah. like a lot of their like. And, like, oh, this kind of, like, weird thing, we're going to really go into it. Right. Uh, I'm like, eh, I don't need to. No, sure. I appreciate that it doesn't go any further than it does, but even just the idea that, yeah. like, oh, yes, you know, corn, that's an important symbol, but, oh, bad corn, oh, like, yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Lucy calls on the phone, and I like her, and she's like, I don't even know why we're bothering to buy furniture. Me and Andy never get to go home. <laughs> <laughs> Some good shade. Yeah, yeah. Lucy is a little more. Well, you know that's not true. Lucy, Lucy had a bite to her sometimes in the old show. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that, that, no, she definitely did. Um, but yeah, Margaret, the log lady, is calling again, and uh, yeah, you know, Lucy puts her through to Hawk, and this is where we get the title of the episode where she warns him that there's fire where he's going. He's like, I know, I just explained that to her. Yeah, no, yeah. we just talked about it. We just went over that. Margaret, I, I, I do appreciate this, but we did actually figure, I got a cool map now. Yeah, I forgot about my cool map that I've had the whole time. Yeah, this might have been, this might have come in handy when we were trying to decipher those Al Cave chalk drawings. <laughs> yeah, because it's all on here, I forgot. Yeah, I forgot I already had a copy of that at home. Yeah. <laughs> it's just, it was it's so just impos- those, possible you just for take it to for granted. tell that it was a map. Right. Yeah, it just kind of, it just kind of looked like a frayed little thingy. Yeah. I was using it as a table uh, cloth, you know? Yeah, yeah. It was upside down. (laughs) (laughs) I like her saying, like, there's fire where you're going. And he's like, okay, Margaret. Hawk, there's fire where you're going. There is fire where you're going, dickhead. You have an an enemy in fire. (laughs) (laughs) Hawk, you're going to have to go fire walking up there. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, (laughs) Margaret, I hate fire walking. 
Well, I you will not be firewalking with me because I'm not going. <laughs> Sheriff, will you firewalk with me? <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, what? No. <laughs> he's like, wait, I have to go answer the door. Some little fucking intern wants to tell me about his new car. Yeah. <laughs> Would you? And I know it's the same guy from earlier, but. Yeah. He is the intern of cops. <laughs> he is the intern of cops. <laughs> Just, yeah, he interrupts the dog. Sheriff Truman, would you like to see my new automobile? <laughs> and he's like, can I look tomorrow? I'm in a meeting. And he's like, oh, well, if you say so. <laughs> he's like, oh, oh, okay, thank you, Sheriff Truman. <laughs> well, it won't be as shiny tomorrow, but that's okay. <laughs> it won't have that new car smell still. Yeah. Uh, everyone really knows it now, expires after three days. Yeah, yeah huh? Uh, back in Buckhorn, uh, they're all in Detective Mackley's office. Uh, Cole has, like, hand tremors from his experience. Oh, uh, I thought this was just the fucking evil wind coming in again, because he went towards the Black Lodge. That's what I'm saying. Evil yeah, Bob yeah. hand. Oh, oh, yeah, I, mean, I think that's exactly what it's implying. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's like, Cat on a hot tin roof, Albert, look at my hand go. <laughs> oh, boy. And uh, he's like, yeah, we gotta get some coffee. And I was like, I don't, I don't think that's a good idea on account of you already have the jitters. And it's clearly very late at night. And Cole's like, hey, where's the coffee? I'm ignoring the you. fucking coffee? Yeah. Fuck you. I want sugar too, goddammit. Yeah. And, and Diane is like, can I fucking smoke in the police station? And he's like, And they're like, no. you gotta ask Mackley. <laughs> oh, yeah. He's like, no, ask, ask Mackley. It's his police station. <laughs> But then Cole asks Albert to take out the photo he took of the coordinates, and Albert Hey, show- Albert, can you really subtly show me the picture of the coordinates that are written on her arm? <laughs> so maybe Diane might look at them? And Diane goes, my god, I better look at that. Diane let me- is not good at spy stuff. Let and me Albert just- is like, I'm gonna make eye contact. <laughs> let me just kind of like... Mouth along with the numbers. <laughs> Four, eight, five, nine, She's like, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> got your number on my arm. I'm like Albert is just staring at her and she's about to say something. He goes, I know, I know. Fuck you, I know, Albert. Fuck you, Albert. And she's like, Yeah, that's right. I wasn't about to say some stuff about this. I just like that last time he, you know, pulled that move to get out of having her say, fuck you, Albert. But this time she's like, no, 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 that trick works once. <laughs> fuck you, Albert. Fuck you, Albert. Fuck you, I'm Albert. Not letting you keep beating me to the punch. And I mean it. Yeah. Dickhead. And then Tammy and Mackley come in and serve everybody coffee and donuts. Yeah. The policeman's dream. That's right. You know, you're you're right that he's never thought about that traffic light again, but that's another random (laughs) toss-off line from the pilot. It is. I like any time we get more confirmation that Cole is just Cooper's dad, and all of Cooper's weird eccentricities (laughs) are just from (laughs) Cole. From Cooper. Yeah, Yeah, that's good. Diane asks Mackley, hey, can I smoke in here? And he's like, No! And she's like, but it would taste really good with this coffee. And he's like, well, you are hot, so I guess I'll let you do it. Smoke them if you got them. Smoke them if you got them. That's not <laughs> what that means. Sir, that's not what that means. <laughs> Smoke them if you got them. All right, well, I'll let him have it. Yeah. You know, he 
we he was like old friends with Bill Hastings. He's probably a little fucked up. Yeah, got him some slack. He got his head exploded in my car. Yeah, yeah. that was they're still, <laughs> they're still cleaning they're the vehicle. Uh, and <laughs> they're still cleaning my vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah, I don't know what happened. Nobody saw anything. And Cole and Albert are like, well, we saw a weird, creepy ghost man. And Diane's like, oh, I might have saw a weird, creepy ghost man. They all look at her like, oh, really? And she's like, well, maybe it could have not been a weird, creepy ghost man. Actually, I guess I probably didn't. (laughs) I probably didn't see the weird. Actually, you know, what? I want to take that back. Can you guys forget I said that? Yeah, because like the cop thinks that like someone shot him. (laughs) Yeah. But like, (laughs) they're like, yeah, that's not a normal way to die, officer. Right. But they're just like, yeah, it's probably a ghost. <laughs> and he's like, well, I don't got any better ideas, so yeah, definitely a ghost. Right. We uh, went to search for the zone.com and his head exploded. <laughs> and then Cole goes, wait, now I remember. Filthy bearded men in a room. <laughs> what the fuck is happening in this scene? Good shit, that's what. <laughs> Everyone's saying the most, like, random, like, you want to, this is, like, intentionally very poorly delivered, right? Uh But it's so funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, (laughs) And then everyone's just like, okay, I guess that happened. Okay, well, Uh, yeah. Whatever you say, Cole. And we cut to Las Vegas the next day. Bushnell Mullins is calling Dougie into his office. And... The intern, Phil, has learned that he can just use coffee to attract Dougie around. <laughs> it's so good. It, it doesn't fit this show, but there is a part of me that wishes that Dougie floated into the air and followed the smell <laughs> line of the coffee like a hobo who smells a pie. Yeah. <laughs> Bushnell doing these tiny little push-ups on his desk when he calls after he calls yes. Dougie. Yes. It's so funny. Love it. <laughs> Pris was like, that's not much exercise. And I'm like, he's 75. He's old. What do you want? Yeah. He's trying to get he the blood pumping. He's in shape. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but he's just like, well, it's obvious that you've uncovered a mob conspiracy. <laughs> <laughs> it runs through this very office. <laughs> Meanwhile, Anthony's like looking through the window like, oh, geez, what are they talking oh, about? Oh, oh, no. Oh, oh, jeez. I think I have an enemy in Douglas Jones. <laughs> Uh, and, you know, he's like, and obviously someone has tried to kill you twice in the last week. <laughs> he's like, I think it might have been the cops, which explains the part where he, like, was staring them down last episode. Right, uh-huh. uh-huh. I had not considered that he had started to put together that they were in on it. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it's like, so fucking funny. Yeah. He'll take on anyone. He'll fight anybody. Yeah. Battle and Bud? I simply must respect Bushnell Mullins. Yeah. Battle and Bud never backs down from a fight. Never backs down from a fight. That's right. (laughs) What a king. I love how, like, now his character is entirely just using boxing metaphors as much as possible. It's so fucking funny. I love him. (laughs) He's Uh, great. He goes, now you've also discovered that the Mitchum brothers, although uh, alleged notorious (laughs) gangsters, actually had a legitimate insurance claim. So I scheduled a dinner with you so you can (laughs) give them the money they're owed. They want to see you. Yeah. (laughs) He did not arrange a dinner. They called him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure that this is going to be super cool. 
Yeah. <laughs> I love that he just is like, yeah, Dougie, I know you're having one of your episodes, but I think I'm going to send you out to meet two mobsters in the middle of the desert. Accused <laughs> mobsters. <laughs> they're allegedly. Going to allegedly. The they're going to a nice restaurant. Dougie will there like is, that. There's no way he believes that. <laughs> I think he does. He he might, but it's very funny that he does, given he knows they are gangsters. Well, okay, because yeah. from his perspective, they have no reason to be mad at Dougie because Dougie's here to give them like thirty million dollars. Yeah. I guess that's true. <laughs> Don't worry, Dougie. I wouldn't put one of my guys into the ring with these guys without a little bit of insurance. <laughs> <laughs> that's uh, like, why I got into this business. Yeah. <laughs> He doubled down. Bush will double down because you know he took that, out an insurance policy on this insurance policy. You know that, like, you know, because he was a boxer in Las Vegas, he definitely did some mob shit. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Uh, he knows this. He knows what's going on here. Which is why I think he knows he's going to send his man to the desert to die. <laughs> well, that's what the check's for. <laughs> They'll find the check after they shoot him in the head. Well... <laughs> but then but then Al Strobel says, no, no, sir, I have your back. <laughs> if nobody else will, I will. Uh, but I'm getting uh, ahead of us here. Yeah, because we cut over to the Mitchum brothers. Rodney Mitchum eating the <laughs> ever-loving fuck out of this cereal. This fucking raisin fran, bro. Like, he's it's just the best the, damn... He like, considers this one bite he's chewing for like 30 seconds. <laughs> <laughs> He's got to take in the full flavor profile of, the, of these. Uh, he might have, like, some fucking uh, Captain Crunch going on there. I'm not sure. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, he's just got, like, he's chewing it and chewing it. And then you see him kind of trying to pick the, the cereal out of his teeth with his tongue. And he kind of, like, picks it with his finger. That's what I'm talking about. Everything this guy does with his face, I'm just, like, mesmerized by. Fascinating man. Yeah. And uh, then uh, Bradley comes out to join him for breakfast. I, I his name is Jim Belushi. His yes. name is Jim Belushi. I, yes, I am st- still not sold on the other guy. I like Jim Belushi. And after this app, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I love both of them. I, I love them both too. <laughs> but just Jim Belushi going. I just, I'm so mad. <laughs> right. He comes in. He's clearly <laughs> distressed. He he sips some of his coffee. Uh, and he's just, you know, they're, they're just quietly, you know, sitting there while, uh, his brother reads the paper and eventually Jim Belushi's just like, I had a dream last night about that. Fuck Douglas Jones. Fucking Douglas Jones. I had a dream about killing him all night. Duh, I couldn't sleep all night long. I just kept, I couldn't think about anything but killing him. And his brother's I like, love- yeah. That it's eventually revealed he's so mad because he knows he's not going to kill him. That's true. Yes. But he's so mad about it. Well, he, he might have had dreams about like all the ca- catastrophic ways this will go badly if he kills him. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Rodney's just like, well, can, can you wait three more hours before we kill him? And it's like, that hardly. <laughs> oh, I'm not talking. <laughs> It's that kind of energy. It's yeah. exactly that kind of energy. I also like the conversation starts and then just be like, Rodney, Rodney, I had a dream last night. And Rodney just looks at him, did you now? <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, Jim like pours himself some raisin bran and some milk and then he just stares at the bowl, like picks up his food like, I can't eat this. Yeah, I can't <laughs> even eat. You want me to eat at a time like this? 
I'm out thirty million dollars. <laughs> I just found out I have an enemy at Douglas Jones. <laughs> I can't eat right now. Uh, the mid uh, Rodney does look at the clock and sees that it's two twenty three and asks Jim Belushi if they can wait to kill him for three more hours, which would be five twenty three, which is the same set of numbers as two fifty three. <laughs> Which oh, was the time that uh, Dougie emerged from the Black Lodge. All right, people are thinking way too hard about this, but yeah, sure. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> That's the connection you can make, I guess. It's there. <laughs> this uh, is like the kind of thing I would do, but like if I saw like a license plate with some numbers on sure. it. Sure. I can't keep that shit in my head when we're talking about a TV show. <laughs> Yeah. I'm not capable. I want to say, I really love this episode. This is my favorite Twin Peaks episode, maybe. It's up there it for me, be. yeah. It's up there. Yeah. Uh, like, it's but hard ev- to compare it to, like, episodes where tragic shit happens. Like, the fucking, like, Maddie getting killed. But Maddie getting killed also has fucking Mr. Tajimura. So, no, this is better than yeah. that. Yeah. I Like, the thing that, like, I, I think, like, the, the pilot for me is, like, the real. <laughs> That's definitely way up there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and they peaked early. It's as early as you can peak. Yeah. Well, I, I think the peak of Twin Peaks is Firewalk With Me. Well, yeah. Perhaps this is the second peak of Twin Peaks. <laughs> right. It, well, well, hey, if the pilot's <laughs> the first peak, maybe the second peak will be the final episode. And uh, everything else is the valley between. Ashley just said it was Firewalk With Me. Come on. Well, yeah, that's true. Work with me. <laughs> That's that's like a far off like mountain in like the distance that if you like look from a certain angle it's all part of the same peak. Right, right. <laughs> yeah. This uh, is all one mountain range, baby. Yeah. yeah. Uh but every time Luke you say like <laughs> oh yeah, well actually, you know, that's uh-huh. this is right. Judy here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I'm just like mm, maybe not. <laughs> I can bring you around on some of that stuff when we have the full picture. Maybe. Probably, but right now I'm just like, Because mm. again, it's also the show is not being in your face about the fucking numbers no, and shit. Not. It's, it's, it's not it's, bringing it up at all. I will say it's there and it means something, but it's not like that's a crucial piece of the puzzle. I would not notice it unless you said it and right. uh, that might be the intention. Right. Right? Like, I'm supposed to realize all these things on a rewatch or something. But Yeah, you know. yeah, yeah. Anyway, I'm, I have sent an image to the to the chat here because yeah. it's one of the funniest images in history. Looking at this which is image. just the door of yes! the coffee shop open, and then it's the red room inside. <laughs> I, I'll say that coffee shop logo has a pie in it. So yeah, that must just does be it? their thing. Yeah, I guess it does. Pie and yeah. coffee. Uh, yeah. yeah, it's just weird that it says coffee. <laughs> uh. Yeah, Bushnell and Cooper, like, walk outside, and, you know, the limo is waiting to take Cooper to the, the restaurant, quote-unquote, but then he looks over to the coffee shop, and yeah, Al Strobel in the red room's inside, and he's, like, beckoning him in. He's like, dude, come over here, I don't have any lines this episode, but I'm gonna beckon you. <laughs> yeah, listen, the only way, like, the way that we've, like, worked it out so that you can, like, live... Right. Uh, enough to fight evil Coop. Remember him? He's a thing. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is uh, for you to buy a pie right now. Right. So like, yeah, well, he I do wanders off and then he just comes back. We don't know that he has a pie because what he has is just a really big cardboard box. A gigantic cardboard box, really. He's got, yeah, it's like an 18 inch by 18 inch by 18 inch box. I don't know what's happening here. <laughs> it's, 
It's huge. And it's not labeled in the slightest with, like, the coffee shop brand logo. Like, I have, like, bot pies that I, you know, they have put in boxes. (laughs) Yeah. And nothing has ever looked like this. No, yeah. Chelsea watched this episode with me, and she's like, did he just get, like, a box of styrofoam cups from them or something? Yeah, it... Yeah, it looks like a box that you're not supposed to ever see, like, out front. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, like, is this the weirdest box of donuts in history? <laughs> it's, it's, like a bo- it's like a box of donuts, but it, like, it stacks up. Yeah, yeah. instead, of, <laughs> instead uh-huh. of wide, it's up. The limo driver is the same guy that drove Dougie home way back at the start of the show. And so this, Makes- guy's, lo- this guy's like, I'm gonna... <laughs> I'm like I'm gonna see you die. Yeah, That's yeah. Fun. Finally. Um, oh, he's. I love that it is him again because Chris was like, "Why yes. is it the same guy?" It's like it's his casino. He's yeah. he's the limo guy for the casino. Right. Yeah. Uh, before they go, Bushnell like make sure that Dougie has the check in his breast pocket, and then gives him like a loving little like play punch on the chin, like knock him dead, champ. And Dougie just kind of holds his face like, "Ow, why'd he's you like, hit oh, me? Why'd you dead?" Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Uh, and then we get Sad Girl Viva Las Vegas. Yes! <laughs> Slow Sad Girl cover of Viva Las Vegas. I can't get over Sad Girl Viva Las Vegas. <laughs> it's so fucking funny. It's As we're just driving down the strip. Viva. It's Las so Vegas. funny. Yeah. Viva. Uh, Las Vegas. <laughs> which made me realize I've never heard the whole song Viva Las Vegas, which, sure. you know, whatever. Right? Yeah, yeah. But I was just like, what fucking song is this? And then she says, I was like, no fucking way. <laughs> I uh, listened to, I had a Vegas themed birthday party. Uh-huh. Sure. Uh, and uh, how old were you turning? Like 15. Okay. All right, sure. Uh, but yeah, I and so we I I made a playlist of Vegas songs, and that was one of them, of course. Yeah, yeah, it's got Las Vegas right in the name, right, right there. Um, but unfortunately, the limo driver is not taking Dougie to the fancy restaurant. He's driving him oh, yes. out of town. When 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 Bush like Bushnell asks like, oh, where where are you going? He's like, oh, like blah blah blah. And he's like, oh, you're going to love that place. That place is great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that, that shit bangs, Dougie. <laughs> uh, th- this whole sequence is the most, like, Breaking Bad parody the show has gotten, I feel like. But There's also, out in the desert crime guys. Yeah, what's up? But also, it's extremely Twin Peaks. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh. Rodney and Jim Belushi are waiting in their limo for Dougie to show up. And Belushi's remembering more and more of his dream. He's like, what? Oh, hold on, wait a second. In my dream, the, the cut you got from Candy hitting you with the remote was healed. But and you're how, like, okay? But how is that possible? Yeah, I mean, it just happened yesterday. Uh, but <laughs> then they kind of struggle as Jim Belushi reaches over and rips the band-aid off. And you know what? He's fine under there. Yeah, he's good. Oh my god. He's like, oh my god. Nice. Anyway, I'm gonna kill this man. Yeah, I am, anyway. I'm still gonna kill him. Yeah. Uh, but <laughs> he's like, yeah. See, my dream was right. Your cut is healed. There was more though. Ah, but I can't remember. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so Dougie pull. You know, the limo pulls up. The driver gets Dougie out of the car. He's just got this comedy large box in his arms. 
And they're like, and, all right, uh, try to get time to kill a man. Time to kill a man. But before they can start, Jim Belushi is pulls aside Rod and he's like, no, wait, hold on a second, hold on a second. This was in my dream. We got to talk about something first. Fuck. Okay, I'm gonna tell you something, but we before I do, you gotta. We need to be united on this. Okay, you need to listen to me. All right. And Rodney's just like, okay. Uh, all right, yeah. What? Okay. He had a specific certain thing in that box in my dream. And if he has that thing in that box, we can't kill him. And Rodney's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Listen to me. What the fuck me. are you talking about? He's like, it's not even likely. Okay? Yeah. It, it can't possibly be it. <laughs> it's one thing. Like, Rodney's like, okay, all right, fine. What is it? And... <laughs> And like, I mean, look her. at that box. It can't possibly be the thing I'm thinking of. Yeah. <laughs> and Jim Belushi reaches over and whispers in his ear what it is. And Ronnie just storms over, pulls out his gun, cocks. He goes, okay, what the fuck? There's a cherry pie in that box. <laughs> There's a fucking cherry pie in that box. <laughs> and you know what? There's a fucking There's cherry pie in that box. <laughs> There's a cherry pie in that box. Yeah, Jim Belushi walks over and, uh, like... Just looks over and he's like, ah! <laughs> Cherry pie! And he's like, okay, well, fucking frisk him! And yep. he's like, okay! Uh, and he starts doing it, and then he pulls an envelope out of, he pulls the envelope out of Dougie's uh, jacket, and he looks at it, he's like, wait a minute. And he's like, it's addressed to us! <laughs> as, if, as, if, as if the envelope he has wouldn't be addressed to that. Yeah, and then he pulls, and he's like, "Okay, well, what's in it?" And they open it up, and he's like, oh. "He gets and he, the so way excited. he starts, <laughs> the way he starts dancing over to his like, brother, struts over, yeah, yeah." <laughs> and then they both just start like hooting and hollering. They're like howling in the sky. <laughs> and and all the time. Uh, Dougie's just in the background, just, like, standing there. Uh, he has not moved a muscle since he got here. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> it's so great. One of the greatest scenes in cinematic history. <laughs> and then smash cut to, now they actually are at the fancy restaurant. <laughs> well, I just got $30 million, so yeah, I'll take yeah. it wherever you want to go, bud. Yeah, uh-huh. Do you think that they were, like... like do you think like the the uh, limousine driver could see Dougie later? Like, hey, wait a minute! <laughs> He's there the whole time. He's still there. He's oh, just right, yeah. been watching the whole time. Yeah. I don't have the episode pulled up. No, you're fine. You're fine. Uh, is no. this uh, on the piano? Is this the the music guy? No, it, I wish no, it was Angelo Battlementi, but it's not. Why isn't it him? It should I, be. I instantly looked up to see if it was Angelo Battlementi, and the first thing I found was people on Reddit complaining that, like, oh, people are going to think this is Angelo Battlementi. <laughs> I just wanted it to be so bad. Obviously who it ought to be. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's so obvious. Like, well, of course this yeah. would be. Clearly that's where you put him in as a cameo. Yeah. He's playing uh, the fucking piano, David. Yeah. yeah, he like he should just start playing the Laura Palmer theme as it goes. Yeah, it's I mean, either that or you put Billy Joel there. Those are your two options, <laughs> man. I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah, and uh, he's yeah, we're the like, piano cutting... man. Yeah. We're cutting no, he's in explicitly mid- not the piano man. <laughs> 
We're cutting in mid-conversation, or they're like, wait a second, wait a second, you're telling me your kid doesn't even have a gym set? <laughs> uh, even the oh, orphanage we grew up in had a gym set. Why does he have a gym set, Dougie? Yeah. And he just goes, no gym set. <laughs> no gym set. So they pour champagne and like uh, the Mitchum brothers both raise their glass and Dougie just goes to take one of theirs. <laughs> and he's like, oh, no, 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 Dougie, like, yours no, is no, right no, here, Dougie, don't worry, no, bud. Dougie, yeah. Dougie, no. Nope, Dougie, here you go, here It's you like go, they buddy. understand him instantly. <laughs> yeah, they fully get how this works. <laughs> and uh, yeah, they kind of toast, he has a little sip of champagne, and for a second it almost does sound like the piano guy is going to switch over to Laura Palmer's theme. I thought, yeah. what song is he playing? Because it's very familiar and I cannot figure it Ooh, out. Oh, I have no idea. Uh, we can check the credits when we get there. But um, I, was, I was trying to figure it out because there's he plays three songs, but the one in the middle, I I could tell you what it was, but I cannot think of it at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, like as this emotional song starts up, Cooper kind of like gets a moment where he just kind of like fixates on the music and is just staring off like into space, like off to the side. And who should walk in? Oh, this this solidified. <laughs> This episode is one of the greatest. The dirty old lady from the casino uh, <laughs> comes not in. Not dirty. Not dirty she was anymore. Dirty. At I, the time, she was. Yeah. I just feel weird calling someone who's obviously like homeless. Well, yes, dirty. That's fair. That's fair. I was just trying to describe it. The old woman from the casino comes in. But and yeah, sees Miss her old friend, Mister Jackpots. Yeah, she's That's fully Mr. Jackpots. Like, I wouldn't recognize this person if they didn't clarify who it no. was because she's got like an evening gown on now. She's got like a jewel she's, necklace. She has a fucking updo. Yeah, yeah. yeah she, she's with her son. <laughs> she's like, oh, Mister Jackpots. Oh, I just I'm so happy I had the opportunity to meet you again so I could thank you. This is my son. He's back in my life now thanks to you. <laughs> it's so much. And and he's like not even acknowledging so her. No, this is, it is so sweet. It's I feel like it's this is such a cheap punch to throw at me, but god damn it, it hit me. It works. It, it, it is works. both sweet and just very funny. Yes, like this fully pushes it over and just total farce of like no no no. You share five minutes in a room with Dougie Jones and your entire life gets better. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> like they're the Mitchum brothers are just like watching this. Yeah. As, like, she's, like, talking about, like, you changed my life, you've made it. And then she, like, sees them and she's like, I hope you know, like, what a great person you have. Uh, uh, like, he, this man saved my life. And they're like, he saved us, too. He saved, no, he, they say, he saved a, uh, something, a lot of something for us. Oh, right, yeah, sure saved us a yeah. lot, too, yeah. <laughs> it's so good. Here's the girls! <laughs> yeah, then Candy, Mandy, and Sandy come in. Yeah, it's like, alright, girls! They've given the restaurant the cherry pie to serve them. <laughs> <laughs> I thought this was... Because they order more cherry pie. I think yeah, that they there's... Do, yeah. I, think I, I thought there's I just had another slice for my friend. I thought they just had the pie at the table and were oh, just... Maybe. I mean, yeah. it could be. Yeah. They could, hey, can you boys in the back heat this up? I will give you $100,000. Right, yeah. Uh, I just, they like, you know, Candy is still fully dissociating. 
<laughs> and they're like trying to get her attention. Like, Candy, where have you been? Uh, God, you know what? Mm, much much good as that scene is, it would have been a little better if the girls were just standing posing against the limo the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but she's well, like, they don't want. To, you can't let the girls see the gruesome murder I'm about true, to do. I mean, they did watch. They did watch as they beat the shit out of that other guy. No, it's the, he, they didn't kill him though. Yeah, with a fair. gun. That's fair. With a huge gun. <laughs> and eventually, Candy just goes. There was so much traffic on the strip. There were so many people. <laughs> so many cars. <laughs> it was incredible. And they're all just like, okay, well. All right, ma'am. Candy's still doing that. <laughs> Why do they keep talking to Candy and not the other two? That's you seem to, do you think they would have learned something? <laughs> Great question. The other two have taken a vow of silence. Uh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh Cooper's loving this cherry pie. You know, he's finally oh, yeah. the, the final piece. He's got the donuts. He's had the coffee. Actually, has he had donuts? I guess he hasn't. I haven't seen that, a donut. Yeah, that's the final trilogy. The right, final right. trinity. He's, he needs the donuts to, to wrap up. But yeah. Rod he eats that pie. And he's just like. Mm. <laughs> he's like, this is the most important thing that's ever happened in my life. Rodney says, oh, this pie is so damn good. And Cooper has a moment. You can see, like, the lights turn on in his eyes. He goes. Damn good. And then he just, you know, duckifies again. He's like, I gotta, eat, I gotta eat more pie, dude. Yeah. Here's the thing. He just loves his sweets. He does. Yeah. He was fucking up that cake before he had sex. That's true. <laughs> uh, they do another toast. Dougie still doesn't understand how this works. He tries to take their glasses again. He's like, no, 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 no. Sorry, that's on me. That's on me. I didn't give you your glass again before he did this. Yep, yep. Uh, and then we just cut back over to the piano man. Yeah, the piano man's the act we've got at the end here. I do also love they're like, Candy! Candy! Another slice of pie for our friend Dougie Jones. And Dougie just looks at him, friend. Friend. <laughs> I, I just love how instantly they are like, oh, this guy rules. I love how much they love him! <laughs> just a second. I love this guy! I love yeah. this guy. <laughs> I don't think they have an enemy in Dougie Jones. It's kind of the feeling I'm getting now. Kind of seems oh, that, to me they have a friend in Dougie Jones. That one dude is 100% dead. Anthony oh, yeah. is fucking dead. <laughs> His sworn enemies, the Mitchum brothers, are going to kill him. And <laughs> hey, you helped me swindle out of 30 million. <laughs> yeah, truly one of the single best episodes of the whole series. Incredible. I can't believe nobody talks about this. Yeah. I think it's because it's not a big brain one. Right. It's it, all at its fun Dougie antics, and, you know, that's not what people focus on when they're talking about the show as a whole. It's weird, because it even has, like, the weird uh, Bobby shit, and, like... Yeah. It does have, like, the Gordon Cole almost gets sucked into the fucking Black Lodge. Yeah, yeah. that whips! Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I guess I guess this is just the dumb guys uh-huh uh, episode and you know what you know what being a dumb guy is way better than being a smart guy yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm, I'm over here with candy yeah me and candy well, okay, this one We're even like has shit for the lore weirdos it's got the the heartless symbol it's got the the black yeah. corn it's got the, yeah. the number shit yeah oh shout out to the lady who uh plays uh ruth davenport's titties she does get a shout out in the credits <laughs> As Ruth Davenport's titties, which is weird. I, I'm shocked they did that. I thought yeah, it kind of seemed a bit rude, but you know, she's... yeah. 
Well, the titties were rude. I yeah. honestly kind of assumed that was just a mannequin that they gussied up. Yeah, it, it does. But shout out to Mary Stolfel. Do, yeah, do you think she was wearing like a, like a green screen like head sock? <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. How oh, weird. What this a, what this one uh, fucking uh, credits Threnity for the victims of Hiroshima. I guess one of the. I guess the song when Becky's go, like going on a rampage must be from that song. Oh, I guess it could be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I saw that in the credits too, and I was wondering when it came up because I did not. Yeah. Hear it. That's like the only part of the soundtrack in this one that has that energy to it. So I assume that must be it. Probably. Um, the only songs credited in the credits are that "Viva Las Vegas," "Frank 2000," which is a Battle of Menti Lynch song and a heartbreaking, which is a Battle of Menti song. Yep, so maybe you were just like hearing the Battle of Menti and being like, I know this. Mary, yeah. Maybe. I don't the know. first couple notes of it do sound like Laura Palmer's theme. Well, yeah, it, it starts as Laura Palmer's theme and then it is something else. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Oh. Anyway, that's Twin Peaks episode 11. Great app. Uh huh. Great app. Classic app. Five out of five. One of the greatest of all time. Uh huh. Yep. Uh, we got some, uh, some questions. We got a number of questions. Yeah. I oh, good. <laughs> I, I posted this yesterday, so we got some good, a good amount. Um, uh, I said I had a dream about this podcast. Ask us about mob killings, car stunts, and being stuck in traffic. <laughs> All right. Uh, from at Stilt the GM, what would be the best dessert someone could give you in order to prevent being murdered? <laughs> <laughs> if some am I am I giving the dessert to someone or am I receiving no, dessert? You're gonna in murder order to someone murder. unless they give you the right dessert. Uh, you can give me a lot of stuff to stop me from murdering you. I'll be honest with you. I, I think if I if they opened up a thing and it was like a insulated thing with some ice cream sandwiches. Oh sure. Oh yeah, dude. I think that would get me. I'm I'm a sucker for cheesecake. You give me cheesecake a year. I love this guy. <laughs> Carrot cake's really good too. Mm. Love a carrot cake. I like angel food cake, and I was listening to a book recently, and they were talking. They like there's a bit where they like bond these two people bond over carrot cakes or uh, no uh, angel food cake sucking. I'm like, what? No, <laughs> fuck off. Yeah, I think it's kind of a mid cake. I'll be honest with you. It was my birthday cake when I was growing up, so I have a lot of good memories. <laughs> that's that's fair. I I would get sick when I had regular cake mm, so you had to have the delicate cake yeah i had to have the delicate cake for little little boy <laughs> for, <laughs> for little baby little baby boy <laughs> yeah um well for matt turtle Ant, have you ever been the car that did a jump even a little one <laughs> um, uh yes and it was my fault <laughs> <laughs> When, when when I got the the current job I have now, actually, were you there for that? That was you and me and Eli and Sarah, no, right? I, you always think that I'm there, but I was not there. Damn. Uh, yeah, I accidentally pulled out into like the wrong direction of traffic, and there were cars coming, oh, and no. my only way out was over the like middle divide. So, oh jeez, we jumped that bad boy. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, uh yeah. I was in a car that went on two wheels for a second, but that was it. Yeah, I think that's, that's the most up. I've ever had. Um, not, not, not two side wheels, like the rear wheels. Yeah. Oh, that's less fucked up. Okay. Yeah. yeah. 
the the thing that this reminded me of of a time where uh, my dad was driving and there was a really deep pothole. Uh huh. But like it was enough of a thing where you could just like drive in and out of it. Um, yeah. But I was just like talking to my dad like in the passenger seat of the car, and then I like went down. <laughs> Like you, it, felt, you felt the earth move out from under you. Yes, and I was like looking up at him, <laughs> and it was like this very weird moment, and then it instantly like just popped back up. Uh-huh. Um, t- uh huh. Um, tangentially related, my dad did drive us through like three feet of uh, standing water once mm. uh, under a bridge when I was like six, which was not a good idea because I was a baby. Right. Uh, but you know. Yeah, uh, that just reminded me, I had a, uh, friend who, a family member who went, tried to get their Jeep through a flood. It did not go well. Yeah. Uh, from at Modern1983... Favorite head explosion in media. If you say scanners, try to think of something else. Sure. Um, I, hmm. I don't think I've watched many head explosions. I'll be real honest yeah, with you. Yeah, I don't know if I've got many to draw from here. Yeah, that's kind of why I was like thinking, like, I can't. Does that guy's head explode in Project A? We just don't see it? No. All right, that's fair. I don't think that counts. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to think. The only one I can, like, think of is when... Christina Hendricks gets her head blown off by a shotgun in Drive. Oh, that's fucked up. I wouldn't do that to Christina Hendricks. Yeah, she gets shot like point blank with a shotgun. Damn, that shit sucks. Yeah. yeah. Uh, District 9 has some pretty good head explosions. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, Ra- Raiders of the Lost Ark. Is that an explosion? Some of their heads melt. Their heads melt. Yeah. But there yeah, are that is some exploding. Up. Okay. Okay, yeah, sure. Yeah, one guy just goes like, ah, and then it blows up. Yeah. Sick. Uh, from uh, Blue, Bluest Rose 430. If you think it'd be, do you think it'd be funnier if Albert didn't save Gordon? (laughs) Personally, I feel like Gordon would make fast (laughs) friends with the woodsman. (laughs) Yeah, man, he'd be (laughs) chilling. So how are you guys? (sighs) How long you been in here? Seventy years. Seems weird. Were you guys around before the advent of the atom bomb? Yeah, did that just draw us, draw you to us, or did it create you? Really trying to shore up my fan theory. <laughs> <laughs> All right, ter- I'm gonna head out. Oh, I can't. Oh well. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Twenty-five more years? Oh, I'm pretty old already. <laughs> No, I'm, it's it's nice that you think that, I'm, but I'm way older than twenty five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
None so of us when's the next Jordan time someone's Cole, walking so into that weird, creepy painting and meeting us? <laughs> well, that'll be when uh, when when the giant dreams up a new Laura Palmer. Yeah, yeah. Uh, from at Smoothie Tootie, what's your go-to music choice for long commutes or trips? Uh, mm. I, I mean, Luke heard some of mine. That's true. I did hear a lot of yours. Um, I ha- I had a bit where um every like because I was like the music kid right in our fam in my family, so people would ask me to make mix CDs, and sure. anytime someone asked me for a mix CD. For a trip, yeah, uh, I would make a bunch of them, and then I'd make an extra one that was just uh, Godspeed, Black Emperor's Dead Flag Blues, uh, uh, repeatedly. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Just because I thought that was funny. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Uh, I don't have a good answer for this. I don't go on enough road trips to have a thing. Yeah. I. The way I listen to music is I just have like a playlist of the like 500 songs I like yeah. that I, you know, keep on a list and like shuffle stuff in and out. Yeah. But, you know, for the most part, it's, you know, having my own radio station that plays the same stuff I like. Yeah, yeah. that used to be what I did now. I'm, I don't listen to music as often as I used to. I'm, I listen to a lot of fucking podcasts. But uh, when I do music, I usually like listen to just an album through and then pick a different album to listen through. Yeah, I, I I've got the the one playlist that's like about like I think like a thousand two hundred at this point. Uh huh. Um, and yeah, then I got a bunch of albums. I listened to a lot of Tom Waits recently. No, oh, sure. You listen to a lot of Tom Waits constantly. <laughs> I do, but I was like I was like listening to all of his albums basically yeah. today. Uh, they've been putting out a lot of his like live stuff, so. That oh, okay, made yeah. pop up on my Spotify. I'm like, oh yeah, Tom Waits. <laughs> he sure does. Mm-hmm. There Tom- you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tom Waits is both the devil and God. It's weird. <laughs> uh huh. He would he would he would make sense in the Black Lodge. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he would. I think I definitely did some research at some point if they have interacted at all. <laughs> uh huh. David Lynch and Tom Waits, because that se- it seems... Oh, I thought you meant Tom Waits and the Devil. Well, they definitely have. I didn't need to research okay, okay. that. <laughs> um, David Lynch and Tom Waits, just because they seemed like they would either get along really well or it would destroy the universe. <laughs> uh-huh. You fucking hate each other. Yeah. Uh, from at Max Knightley, if you could install one James Bond slash Wacky Racers S gadget in your car... What would it be and why? I mean, it's got to be the the Speed Racer Jump Jacks for me. It's got to be the Speed Racer Jump Jacks. Yeah. I, I, I'm going to go with the, the tire, like, extendos that, like, just fucking pop tires. Sure. <laughs> That's fucked up. I love that you can have those on every car in Saints Row 3. It's That's so why that great. game is good. Yeah. That's why the game is good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I you just can do it in do the it. new one, too. Nice. I just want to do a kickflip with my car, that's all. Listen, I, I understand. That moment where uh, he ju- the car jumps over him and then Racer X pops up yeah. and punches that dude. Yeah. One of the greatest moments <laughs> in cinema. Uh-huh. Uh, 
It's just cool when cars jump. That's just a fact. It's just, yeah, yeah. It's just cool. Uh, from S City Dreamer, uh, what do you do if you're stuck in traffic? And what mob nickname would you have? Mm. I mean, uh, like, I feel like it'd be like the kind of thing like Tiny or something where it's sure. like a ironic. Right. It's like genius or small tits. <laughs> <laughs> trying to i'm trying to think of what a mob name i would have yeah i wasn't i wasn't ready to have a mob name on hand <laughs> um uh. i don't do anything when i'm stuck in traffic anymore i'm on my phone uh because i take the bus everywhere now so sure. yeah 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 i just mainly uh listen to music <laughs> yeah i mean I'm, i continue doing the same thing i was doing before i was stuck in traffic yeah it's not much else you can do when you're in traffic right not much else you're supposed to do no the thing about having a mob nickname is that somebody else has to give it to you that's true. yeah Man. yeah 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 that's the thing about nicknames all right molly what's Let's my mob nickname fuck off that's <laughs> that is not what i i was giving you an out and this is what you do to me <laughs> I was helping you. Uh, you don't have one either. Right, yes. <laughs> God. <laughs> Your mom nickname is Bastard of All Time. <laughs> all right, there we go. No, ask me, I want a good guy. <laughs> <laughs> nice person. <laughs> wow. Be nice to Luke. Unbelievable. <laughs> no, I've decided not to. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You, you heard it here first. Ashley's chosen violence. Yep. I'm a mob person now. <laughs> Ashley's small tits minor. Yeah. Has <laughs> chosen violence. Yeah. Um, from actual Fox Lexi, maybe this is something I think you would have thought of before, Luke. Okay. If you were a hitman for a mob, yeah. but like a goofy comic book mob, oh, what sure. would your gimmick be? Oh, sure. Okay. Um, I haven't thought of this, but I have more confidence in my ability to think of something than the last one. Uh, what would my gimmick be? Um, See, unfortunately, this has just got my mind rotating through Batman villains, and those are all taken. Yeah. Those are all taken. That is kind of the thing about Batman villains. I, I would use hatchets exclusively. Oh, sure. Whoop, whoop. Uh-huh. <laughs> I'm trying to think. I think it would be very funny for bare hand kills only. Oh. <laughs> uh, even though that's very bad for you. But, you know, if I'm a, like a goofy mafia guy. Right. You, I they know it's me, but they're too scared. Yeah. I mean, what would... Wearing gloves ruined the barehandedness. Yes. Okay. <laughs> yeah, no, then you're fucked. <laughs> yeah, that's no good. <laughs> you, you put my fingerprints anywhere. You try to get me in court. I dare you. Yeah, yeah. Gotta burn them off. I wouldn't bother. <laughs> oh, there you go. There, there's my gimmick. I'll be just a real fucked up mob guy. That, they only call me in when uh, they need a, a real job. Like, cause they, I'm, a, I'm a sicko, and they don't like dealing with me, because I make sure no one can ID the body, because I cut off their fingers and force feed them to the victim. 
That's f- all right. Well, that's fucked. Yeah, that's what right. I had. That's that's more serial killer than mob. I don't know. Yeah, that's not a mob guy. I don't well, think that, you know, I'm gonna let you get away with it. Okay, thank you. <laughs> it's just that you're a serial killer that's employed by the mob. Right. You know. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's a thing. Probably. <laughs> Did, maybe. Say anything about me that that's where my brain went when I said, "Come with a fun mob gimmick." Yes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. Oh no. Every well, the problem is every mob gimmick already has happened on Eidolon. Well, yeah, that's true. You've used up all your mob gimmicks. <laughs> that's true. My, I invented a mob gimmick, and I just made her a witch. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, being a witch would be a good mob gimmick, yeah. That that's is a, a great mob, mob gimmick, gimmick yeah. honestly. See, I was doing really good back then. Uh-huh. <laughs> all right, that's it for questions. Great, because I'm really I'm striking out on these. <laughs> I, I don't think about being in the mob is the problem. <laughs> It's just not something I want to do. It's part of my life. But you know what? Bradley and Rodney really make it seem appealing. <laughs> I was just, I've been watching some, uh, the dark side of the ring where some people are involved with mob shit. Uh-huh. So I've been thinking about the mob more than you guys, I guess. Sure. I, I don't really think about the mob at all. Uh-huh. A little secret for me. Well, he's some kind of wise guy. <laughs> So that'll be my mob nickname. I think I can just generate random mob nicknames, but I don't think I can come up with one for me. Like, I don't know. Here's a mob guy. Zippo Two-Ton Flanelli. <laughs> that is a good mob name. I think, I think that was racist. <laughs> <laughs> I think what you just did was racist. You're right. The Flanellis are a proud <laughs> heritage. <laughs> I'm ending Luke, this we're podcast. Find you on the internet. Yes. <laughs> you can find me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find other shows I do on AudioEntropy.com. Uh, Crystal has put up our episode of Show Me the Bat Cave about uh, <laughs> Batman 66. <laughs> <laughs> That's still a better uh, better name than The Matrix has you. Hello. Uh, I like the Matrix has you at hello a lot. I like the Matrix no, has you at hello. I really like. I really like. Show me the Batcave. <laughs> show me the Batcave. Show real... me the fucking Batcave. Now. <laughs> I mean, MC completely was obviously just a, a fucking out of the park. Uh huh. Yeah, sure. Banger, of course. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> anyway, uh, yeah. So you can listen to that. It's a good, good listen. Uh, mainly though, I do Idle on Playtest. It's an actual play RPG podcast. With two different campaigns alternating every week. We got Idol on Disco. By the time you listen to this, the first episode of Idol on Ska is available on our Patreon. Molly's on that one. I'm on that one. Yeah. Uh, so go give that a listen. It's a good time. Fuck, I gotta get that edited. Shit, fuck. Yep, you do. I already edited it. I sent yeah, it to you I weeks mu- ago. I gotta get the music done, though. Yeah. Ugh. Anyway, uh, yeah. Listen to Idol on and subscribe to the Patreon. Do it. Do it, please. Please. Please? Ashley. You can find me at yourlabreath underscore on Twitter and a dash on Tumblr. You can also find me at pa- uh, patreon.com slash Ashley Lee Minor. Give Ashley fucking money. Give Ashley your fucking money. Molly. Where can you, you find, find me? You? you can find me on Twitter at your friend Molly with the Y-E-R. You can find me at audioentropy.com. I need Sekiro.com. Sekiro is still out yeah. up there. You can listen to us talk about Sekiro, the greatest game of all time. 
Uh, go to audioinstry.com and hit the donate button. Give us money for the website. Thank you. And leave a review everywhere you can leave a review and only tell people good things about us and tell us how cool we are. Yeah. Well, well tell other people how cool we are, but also, you could tell us. I wouldn't be opposed. Yeah, you know. That's what yeah. reviews are for. Yeah. Yeah, that, you know what? That is a review. You're right. Yeah. Or they tell me how much I suck, which, again, don't do that. Don't do it. Fucking do that. Uh, that's all. That's it. All right. Until next time. Damn good podcast. That's right. Yeah.